America, we are endowed by our Creator with certain unalienable rights, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. By honoring your career calling, you impact your family, your friends, and your community. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu. From 2001 to 2013, Ben Nelson represented Nebraska in the U.S. Senate. He has written a book about those years, Death of the Senate, My Front Row Seat to the Demise of the World's Greatest Deliberative Body. And Senator Ben Nelson joins me for some time today. How are you, sir? Well, thank you, Dale. I'm very well Good. and, and um, uh, anxious to uh, get to... Uh, a chance to visit with you. It's been quite a while here. It's a good read. It's from Potomac Books. Uh, starting off with the, the word demise that you have in your title, how much of that demise was already there when you started in '01? Well, I guess what I'd say is um, I don't think the Senate is is fully dead yet, but there it is on life support uh, because of the, the the move away from deliberation. Deliberation is what separated the Senate and continues to uh, be something that can separate the Senate from the House of Representatives. And the uh, the Senate has always been the body that uh, it looks over what's been done in the House, which is purely a partisan body in so many ways and is so unfortunate. Uh, but uh, it's it's designed to have a simple majority, and that's what uh, what happens there. So there are some people who've been pushing to get the Senate to be just a mere image of the uh, House of Representatives so that uh, it uh, would go have all of the votes on a simple majority 51 uh, or majority basis. A big mistake because it, it removes uh, the need and also the requirement for deliberation, which the filibuster uh, is in place to secure. Deliberation, probably a foreign word to, to much of the public. Where did it go and who took it away? Well, it's been, it, it's been a difficult uh, job to, to, to maintain deliberation and to uh, talk on the floor and debate and do the kinds of things that, uh, uh, that historically I've written about in the book uh, that, that, that always occur, the, the great debates, the great uh, uh, challenges one another with one another on the floor of the Senate uh, to where today that it's uh, speeches and uh, calling for votes trying to work together is the is the, sol- the solution and it was a secret that uh, is is so well known that people who come to the Senate to work across the aisle and to support the president when they can and they don't when they won't uh, can't and uh, as I said, I'll support the president, whoever the president is, when I can. I won't when I shouldn't. And uh, but I'll I'll look for solutions. I'm not I'm not there to obstruct. It's the obstructionism and hyperpartisanship that we're seeing today that is really threatening the future of the Senate. And I'm guessing, Senator, you would agree that it's it's, it's similar to the frog in the in the the hot water. It warms so slowly that you yes. don't know when it's happening or at what rate it is happening. That's exactly right. You can look back and see that it's happening, but you can't you can't necessarily see it happening. There's a difference. Uh, you can you can tell when when the Senate is losing its. Uh, 
uh, ability to have deliberation, but you can't pinpoint a particular point in time. Uh, but you will, you will know when deliberation is gone, when they get rid of the filibuster, and it's a mirror image of the House, only in this case just 100 members, uh, as opposed to the 435 in the House. I read what you learned early on that the key to any negotiation at any level is genuine trust. Now, it appears to a lot of citizens that the trust has been replaced by loyalties, that if a senator doesn't go along and is loyal to the party, that then that senator is a problem. Degree or uh, agree or disagree? I agree with that. Uh, you know, you, if you, any deal that is that's a good deal uh, that is going to uh, last is one where there's mutual trust. You have to trust one another. Uh, and what I've said is if you trust one another, it's only in the case of Russia that you have to verify. I thought that uh, President Reagan was, was spot on. There are times when you, when you try to have trust, but if you have verification, it's not true trust. So that when you, when you go across the aisle to uh, get a, a, uh, a, a partnership going, uh, what's called a gang together, uh, there's mutual trust that's involved with it. But that, when that's gone, when it's all about party loyalty, then, and that's what we're seeing today, party loyalty on both sides, believe me, that uh, it, it becomes very difficult to have uh, the kind of deliberation that we've had in the past because you just, it's disloyal if you cross the aisle. There's a price that you'll pay if you, if you try to go across the aisle and put together a relationship with somebody the other side. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not exaggerating it. I think if you talk to others, and one of the things I tried to do in the book is uh, we interviewed a number of my former colleagues and uh, those who are, who've left the Senate, as well as some who are still in the Senate, to get their take on it as well, and they all agree. That, uh, that the Senate is in trouble, that uh, party loyalty is, is trumping, if you will, uh, the ability to, to work together and put the country first. Ben Nelson joining me today. His book is from Potomac Books, Death of the Senate, my front row seat to the demise of the world's greatest deliberative body. A few more minutes here on Lincoln Live, and I'll pull out that word that you just used, Trump. On the last page of your book, you call President Trump, quote, a would-be dictator who will go down in history with a painful legacy. His effort to incite an overthrow of the government failed. He failed, end quote. Uh, no reason to believe, Senator, that uh, President Trump won't be back in 2024. Well, I don't know. I said that uh, I predicted, uh, because the book was written, uh, uh, except for the, the epilogue, was written prior to uh, the January 6th uh, uh, insurrection. And I said in the book, though, in projecting forward, that Trump would do exactly what he's doing, that he would set up an, an operation and continue to be a pain, uh, and I said a royal one, uh, to, to try to influence uh, the outcome of anything in the Senate, not in, the, in my opinion, not in a positive way. And so I also said that uh, he's going to talk about running again, and he, he has. Uh, now, whether he will or not, I, I think is up in the air. Uh, it's, uh, but 
what's not up in the air is whether he's trying to influence the outcome uh, of any kind of legislation or any direction the company, company, the country is taking. How much of the world that we live in these days politically, you are more familiar, obviously, with the Senate side of things, but how much of that was was orchestrated by President Trump, in your opinion? Well, I think a lot of it because I, you know, he has he has a different uh, political math than mine. My political math has always been addition and multiplication. Uh, you know, not try to just stick with whatever uh, whatever margin you have. In other words, uh, when you get elected, you're not just elected to represent the people that voted for you. Uh, you're elected to represent all the people, whether it's in the Senate, whether it's president or governor or any other position. You're, you reach out and you, you, you bring on more people who are supportive and you work for the, the good of everybody that you possibly can. The other math, is moving away from addition and multiplication, is, the, uh, is division and subtraction. You, you develop a, if you will, a base uh, and you keep it very, very tight by appealing basically only to that base. And the rest of the, uh, uh, of the world, it really doesn't matter. It's only your base. And you can, you can win elections that way from time to time, but you can't lead. You can't govern. You, you can't be uh, in the ability to get things done for everyone. Uh, if you if you're focused just on a base, uh, President uh, Trump has a base. He focuses on his base, and unfortunately, there are other elected leaders who share that base, and that's all they play to. Do you sleep better at night knowing that you're not having to go to work every day in in a or had gone to work every day in a Trump presidency in the Senate? Well, it would have been a challenge, there's no question about it, but I've never shied away from a challenge. Yeah. So in many ways, uh, I, yes, I, I did look uh, at, the, at the time and say that I wonder how, if I could make a difference and what it would take to make a difference and how would you go about it. It's one of the reasons I decided to write the book, because when I was there, uh, we could cross the aisle the gang of 14 to get judges up or down votes to to avoid having the nuclear option uh, a vote to take away the filibuster uh, I think what what we were able to do was uh, we could work together without without a fear of, of being disloyal uh, to to the party backing away from the pages of your book for just a moment sir I, uh, because that that date that you uh, went to Washington 2001 uh, in just a few days, it'll be 20 years since the 9-11 attacks. Of course, yes. those occurring in September. You were there in January being sworn in. Uh, what have those 20 years done to the Senate? Well, the 20 years uh, have have had a lot of uh, what I would say uh, the time filled with wars and, and uh, uh, protecting the, the, this country from further attacks. Uh, from from outside sources, and I, I must say that uh, I think that overall, in terms of, of keeping the the main uh, mainland here, the our country free from those attacks, has been largely successful. And so, so much of it was uh, involved in security, making sure that people back home 
were, were secure, and to try to make the rest of the world, to the extent we could, more secure. Uh, we've known that was a tall order uh, from the from the get-go. We, we we knew that this was not going to be easy. Uh, it's it's much easier. Well, let me put it this way: it's possible to impose a tyranny. It's impossible to impose a democracy. But we attempted to help countries, uh, Iraq and uh, Afghanistan, to to develop and maintain their own democracy. And we see this past week how difficult that was to achieve and how fragile whatever was created, uh, how fra- fragile it is. Writing a book takes a lot of time. Were you ever uh, able to get away and get back into nature? I know you're a big uh, uh, Nebraska hunter. Mm-hmm. Any, any time for you to be able to do that? Oh, sure. Good. Uh, I've had a little bit of other experiences outside of Nebraska. I uh, went to uh, Florida and, and uh, was able to uh, bag a, an alligator. Uh, <laughs> or, and uh, the other thing is, you know, they're, they're, Everglades is being overrun by, by pythons. Uh, apparently, people bought their little pythons as, as small pets yeah. uh, or for a menagerie. And then when they got bigger, they're too big to maintain. They they released them, and so uh, I I went down with uh, some of my friends, and um, and you have to catch them by hand, uh, and caught two pythons. By hand. By hand. Senator. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, I I meant to into uh, adventure, yeah. rarely danger. So I had um, uh, a a guide with us. Uh, so that uh, you'd never go do that alone. You, you might end up on the inside of the python. Yeah. Well, when, when I called you, you still must have all five of your fingers because you didn't drop the phone <laughs> when I called True. you. The book is called Death of the Senate, My Front Row Seat to the Demise of the World's Greatest Deliberative Body. It's out there on Potomac Books. Senator, it sounds like you got another phone call there. I'm going to let you go. Thank you. Okay, it's good to hear your you. voice. Take care now, Dale. You bet. All right. Bye-bye. Mm-hmm. Bye.